What's happening, Colorado? You are listening to the official Colorado Cars and Coffee podcast. Um, thank you for tuning in to part two, uh, Mark II, whatever you want to call it. I like Mark II personally. Um, if you are listening um, now and you listen to our first podcast, you are probably my girlfriend. Um, if you're not my girlfriend and you did decide to join us again, um, we're extremely grateful. That's awesome. Uh, keep coming back. Um, we got a lot of good feedback last week. Um, We'd love more feedback, the more the merrier. Uh, yell at us in any of our various modes of communication. We plan on keep doing this. Um, so yeah, thanks for coming on this adventure with us. We are all pretty new at this. Um, I am Alex. I am your hopeless guide through all of this chaos. I'm joined today by Steve, the CEO of COCNC. Wow. Okay. Hey, it's Steve. How you doing? Uh, thanks for joining. <laughs> Uh, Terry, our COCNCOG. Yay. Yeah, thanks for joining the podcast. And Hayden. <laughs> Hayden has no title. Yeah. I didn't, no, I'm just, I didn't get, I'm just produ- producer slash, slash young Jamie of the podcast. I don't know. I don't know what I am, but hello, hello. Executive <laughs> producer. DJ? We, uh, I don't know. DJ, sure. There you go. Yeah, Dorno. It's more producer in this context, but that's okay. We, not playing we did songs not, over here, you know. We did not fire Matt. Uh, Matt did an excellent job last week with the quality of the podcast. Uh, just couldn't join us this week, so Hayden's helping us out with the recording, mastering the audio. Yeah. Um, some uh, some updates on the podcast itself. I believe, Steve, I'm going to put you on the spot here. We are on Spotify? Question mark. We are on Spotify. We are. Hey. Hey. Well, we you can this, search. This is, you can this search really for is basically Colorado cars and coffee, and you'll find our unofficial podcast number one out there. Fantastic! So find us on Spotify. Find us on YouTube. Um, two different ways to listen to us now. We're going to work on expanding that a bit uh, to make it as easy as possible for us to get to your ear holes. Uh, i think if we're i think if we're i was just gonna say i mean if we if we've ascended to the level that we're on spotify i mean we're basically the joe rogan experience at this point yeah yeah Yeah. we're the cars and coffee experience that's right yes that's right we have booked elon musk next week for an interview he's gonna smoke some pot then too so you know we're right up there load up load up on puts (laughs) right before right before So topic zero today, I want to I plug a quick non-car new piece, news piece. Um, go Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets have uh, went over the Jazz. Um, game one versus the Clippers starts tomorrow. Uh, at tomorrow from recording time. It'll be a day behind um, for era time. But yeah, go Nuggets. Uh, pretty excited about that, actually. Something to watch during, uh, during the middle dead time of our racing. And car events. Yeah, um, sports. sports ball. <laughs> Me and Steve just both said sports. Uh, <laughs> no, yes, sports, uh, sports ball. Close enough. Yes. So yeah, the yeah. sentiment, the sentiment is very much the same. All right. Apparently, I'm the the sole person that cares about Nuggets basketball. But um, now I feel you. Are the uh, oh, yeah? Do you do you uh, <laughs> do you watch the hockey? Believe I do not that. watch the. I believe the abs the might. Well, there they also have simultaneous um, playoffs, and I know nothing about what's going on, but I believe the abs might still be in there. So, 
Yeah, the that, is my, that is my that is my useless contribution to uh, to sports ball today. Sports puck. Yeah, puck. Sports basket. Well, let's get into some uh, some news on four wheels now. Um, there is a little event that happened this last weekend called Pikes Peak International Hill Climb. I've never uh, heard well. of it. Sorry, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's, it's a small local event that we have here in Colorado. Um, we talked about it on. I just poured. <laughs> we talked about it on podcast number one. Um, we went over a couple different points, and I, the one I thought maybe we hit the least um, actually ended up being a pretty big topic this week. That was the weather. Um, there was about an hour, yeah, that, an that hour, was hour and a half delay. <laughs> the road was still frozen by the time they were trying to start the race. Oh. And then a, a couple days later, there was a, a dumping of snow on top. Yeah. So. Well, that is one of the special things about the about about the race, right? That it's um that you never know you never know what weather is going to hit, and that it can change in a matter of minutes. And it's uh it's it's a dynamic, wild, unique thing. That is the mountain. The mountain decides for us, huh? Yeah, I mean, I do think it is pretty funny that we kind of touched on it and. Weather definitely did exactly what I think all of us expected it to do <laughs> is to be completely goofy, be a pain and in the does, ass. Yeah, it be a pain in the ass. And I think it's right, as Hayden says. I mean, that's part of the challenge of, of, of the hill climb is not perfect weather with perfect temperature and perfect, you know, you know, temperature and all this stuff. It is like that variable has to be in and accounted for and then you got to adapt and overcome it whilst you're doing the climb so yeah it was pretty cool well and for the for qualifying you get to the faster qualifiers get to go earlier and especially this year that they had no bikes it was the cars were starting earlier than even before so it's more of a disadvantage if you are in a slower class or if you're qualifying down the order in your class having to run later because the later the day goes more into the afternoon the bigger chance for for weather i mean i've i've been up there when it just started hailing on us and they they only ran the uh the lower portion for the for the last mm, half or so of the cars right do do you think anybody goes there and thinks about that and goes, you know, got to qualify mid pack, even though I know <laughs> I could qualify a whole lot better, just because the weather can be so unpredictable to hedge my bet. Well, I, I think mean, they're trying think to. That, I think they're trying to go faster to go earlier. Right. I mean, kind of makes you wonder. I mean, I would personally go faster just to to go earlier because. <clears throat> In theory, that weather should be pretty stable at the beginning, and as we all know, Colorado later the later it gets, the most stupider it gets. That's what that's yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's sandbagging up there really. I think everyone's everyone's looking to make some good times and uh, get up that mountain as fast as possible. Um, yeah, the first the first vehicle up the mountain was uh, a pretty wild looking diesel truck, and I believe uh, maybe wrong about this too because I did not do enough research again. Um, may have broken the diesel record. Anybody else hear that? 
Do we know what? Do we know who that was or what car that was? I'm sitting here looking at the results, and it and I didn't see. I mean, you hear Diesel and Pikes Peak, and you think Mike Ryan, but I did not see Mr. Ryan on here. So, um, yeah, I also didn't do enough research to figure out who that <laughs> was. Somebody do some googling quick, and we will move on. <laughs> um, the two, the opposite of Diesel's two electric cars went up the mountain. Um, one guy we talked about uh, last week, uh, Randy. Randy put a pretty solid time up in their their Model Three from Tesla of eleven minutes four seconds one thirty one. Um, but instantly, I think the run after was beat by Blake Fuller with a uh, uh, eleven minutes oh two eight oh two. So two two electric cars making some pretty quick runs up there in I think some pretty lightly modified electronic vehicles. Well, I think the um, I did not see I did not see Blake's run. I noticed, yeah, just uh, about three seconds faster than um, actually just a, just a little over one second faster than um, our man Randy there. But uh, yeah, Randy uh, had a technical issue. It looked like uh, from if you watch how the car was pulling um, at the bottom versus how it ended up about half halfway up or even less uh he had really low power so i gotta think that randy would have been able to push that thing to closer to a 10 minutes 30 or 10 minutes 15 or something like that i think he lost a ton of time at the top because that's the really high speed section yeah he was saying he was having problems he was you could see him he was he was doing he was doing yeah uh he was saying come on or like let's go and doing um doing gestures with his hands so did you like see him front. give the cheer when he made, made it past that yeah uh, i on, fully expect yeah he's the best <laughs> i fully expect i fully expected him to do something when he got through bottomless pit mm, yep that, that was that randy was good is a guy that's used to uh being on video while driving so it's always fun to watch him uh watch him get in a car and and thrash something uh, yeah but and, Great to see him finish after that, after that, uh, you know, pretty, pretty tough crash in practice. So in that sense, it's great. They didn't, but yeah, you know, you don't have time to shake the car down and sometimes you have issues. Absolutely. Hell of a, hell of an effort by unplugged performance. Give them a quick shout out, uh, shout out for, um, getting that, getting that turned around with a brand new car and, and all of their modifications back on it, despite maybe having some technical problems, but, uh, just getting it on the mountain again and, and up is, uh, one hell of a feat so yeah 48 hours to uh to to replace everything that was broken on there to take it off of the new car and onto their race car so yeah absolutely anyway i uh, would have to mention uh the king of the mountain this year uh clint vashholtz with a nine minute 35 second 490 um just a, a half a run by him, but you know, still a few minutes off the record. Um, I just think that thing's staying up for a long, long time with the IDR. I, I don't know if anyone's breaking that for for quite a while. What kind, no of, car, what kind of car? What kind of car did uh, Clint have? Do we know Clint, it's, has... a, it's an open. It's a it's a Pikes Peak open wheel. Um, oh. It's a it's its own. It's a specialized class. But yeah, they're. Uh, Basically, um, yeah, kind of an old school, like high, like higher riding open wheel, like dirt car. And it has, um, has big wings on it and, uh, you know, kind of mid mid mounted V8 with the transaxle. All the racy parts. 
He, uh, it is it is listed in the roster as a 2013 Ford Open. That's yeah, what kind of car it's, it is. It's a it's a <laughs> little yeah garage special, but yeah, yeah. Um, Pikes Peak Pikes Peak Open Wheel Class. Absolutely. Um, Want to issue a little bit of a correction from last week? I think we said the second fastest time ever was um, another competitor in 2018. That obviously I missed uh, Sebastian Leob's uh, second fastest time, eight minutes and 13 seconds, 878 from 2013 in the Peugeot 208. Um, Sebastian's time is a heck of a time for um, a gas powered car. And that, I think that will stay for a long, long time as well. I mean, the goat, the goat of rallying, the greatest, really the, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of, there's been a lot of great ralliers over the year. That guy is the, is the, you're Michael Jordan, you know, you're all, all time, all time great. So, um, yeah, that's still an awesome video, awesome video to watch that Red Bull put out that year. And you just, just, just to have the nose cam going all, going all the way up and seeing like how, how, uh, how tight he's cutting some of these lines and stuff. Oof. Was 2013 the, the first year it was all blacktop? They paved it in 2012. Yeah, I don't so know if 2012. I don't know if 2012's event was on a fully paved road. It may have been 2013 was the first fully paved event. Hmm. Be true, yeah. Um, want to issue a quick shout out to Eric last week. Um, one of our listeners, we asked for some maths to be done. Uh, and he delivered on some maths. Um, the average speed for the time up the mountain, assuming the the full 12.4 mile course, uh, 93.58 miles per hour. So thanks, Eric. Uh, at Pattern Draft Imaging. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate that. Is, and that, is was, that, that was for the fastest run, right? The seven that's, so run. That's, yeah. yeah, so that's yeah. Uh, Romain Dumas and the yeah, VW the IDRs. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And just, uh, you mentioned earlier, if you, I don't think... You're wondering if that thing will be beaten. If another manufacturer, if someone with the with the resources of a Volkswagen Auto Group wants to do it, because that thing was made for that task, and they decide and they took, you know, Romain Dumas. And if you're not familiar with him, Porsche factory Porsche factory driver for years and years, won 24 hours of Le Mans multiple times. And uh, just decides that he loves Pikes Peak, and he's now experienced at that too. So uh, Volkswagen took him and said, "All right, well, I guess you're our guy to to do this thing. We want to show show off what we can do with electric because we're not that dirty diesel company anymore, right, guys?" Right, right, <laughs> right. But that'd be quite the feather in the cap for any manufacturer to beat to have the fastest time. You know, come back and beat VW. Come back and claim that title of the. And I think some people, and I think if you're a real, if you're a real motorsports head, I think, you know, that there's something cooler, something a little bit more special about that record than the Nürburgring. Cause yeah, the Nürburgring is dangerous, but at the end of the day, you're not going to fall off a mountain. If you don't, if you make right. a mistake, you're going to hit the barrier. I have, I have a feeling we're going to see a certain American automaker investing a lot of money in electric vehicles. Uh, make a run at that in the next couple of years here. I'm a little biased but, because I own a Ford, but I think Ford's going to take a crack at that someday. Well, oh, it would be good. It would be good to Ford. see. Yeah, I thought you, I thought you were going Tesla there for a second. I was like, <laughs> oh, I thought he was know. going pop there for a second. So 
Going wild. Here's one of the here's one of the best uh, descriptions of the Pikes Peak Pontiac. race. Yeah, Pontiac. Sorry, well, Steve. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, here's one of the the best descriptions of the Pikes Peak race that I found. Uh, Mario and Jerry once said, "There are places where if you go off, you will starve to death before you hit the bottom." <laughs> He's the That's best. Great. He has such good That's quotes. Excellent. That's excellent. It's hard. It's hard to beat that one. It is oh, pretty hard to beat. I'm glad you found that. <laughs> so. Just circling back on the uh, diesel pickup, so that's like a '49 Ford F1. It was Scott uh, Birdsall, and it's a 6.7 liter Cummings. Did the time in 11:24:065. Excellent. Oh, okay, good, good. Well, thank you for finding that out. I would, I could have looked down the list and seen. Wait, 1949. What in the heck? Yeah. But. So, yeah, I figured I would look that up. Now I'm back to looking at. Well, I'm looking at yeah. others. I think the maybe the coolest car of the entire day, the very first run, and um, considering they were trying to thaw the track out at the top, uh, I'm not sure a 1949 Ford would have been the first thing that I wanted to get up there in. <laughs> so, so big balls Why to not? that guy. Yeah. Heck yeah. Get that bad boy up there. <laughs> Absolutely. So we'll get into some um, some weekend events here. Um, I wanted to hit a quick uh, weather forecast for the weekend. I think that you know might help some people listening out whether they're going to take the Garage Queen out this weekend. Um, it is supposed to be clear all weekend long, almost no chance of precipitation, and hot AF. That is what I have written down and underlined. Hot AF. We got a small respite there for a bit, but it didn't last yeah. uh, an entire week. No, but it, it will cool down next week as well. Again, just like it did this week. Hopefully. No, it's, it's supposed to. Some of, some of us are not running. Some of us uh, don't have great um, <laughs> cooling systems for, for the power we're making, Terry. Uh, well, hey, you know... The Rav Four is an amazing, you know, power box. So, yeah, That's, your uh, your Rav Four rally car you got there. At least, yeah, you, the Rav Four tend, tend to drive it like one. <laughs> I do. That car's gonna us, kill me. So, <laughs> us Turbo fellows will be a lot happier when it cools down a little bit, huh? Get that turbo weather. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's right. Bring that's Steve. That's Steve now Bring too. Steve. <laughs> Steve right. was that's on. Right. Steve for the longest time. For the longest time, Steve was the the NA guy, and that's why. I uh, I recommended and probably with a few others said, "Hey, you seen this GT350 over here?" And he ended up picking one up, and now he's he's <clears> to <throat> the land of darkness, the turbos, the dark side. Yes, the dark side. Once oh. you go boost, you know what they say. <laughs> you you regret it every moment of your life. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. Welcome you, to the land of leaks. <laughs> you blow <laughs> up your car on a dyno. <laughs> All right, let's get into some some events going on this weekend. Um, the first one I wanted to highlight was a uh, precision driving school going on at Pikes Peak International Raceway this weekend. Um, pretty cool event going on. I don't know how many of you out there have participated in um, any kind of professional or precision or racing driving schools or classes, um, but they're always really cool. Um, I can't stress enough how much you should get out there and do this. Um, get to a track, take your car there. It doesn't matter what you have take a precision driving school, just go 
do the thing, get to a track, uh, beat up on your car a little bit. It's so much fun. Um, so this particular event at Pikes Peak International Raceway is being hosted um, by the guys at um, Vintage Racing here in Colorado, um, rmvr.com, if you want to go check that event out. You said Rocky Mountain Vintage Racing? Yes, thank you. Rocky Mountain Vintage Racing. Yeah. Um, the Precision Driving School is $300. Um, it sounds like a steep entry point, but um, that amount of money will save you more time on your lap times than any uh, tires or intakes or anything else could possibly get you. So, Well, that's, uh, including, your, that's including your track time, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not no, it's not bad yeah. at all. Yeah, really for, for some solid instruction. And I was just going to say, uh, Rocky Mountain Vintage Racing is a really good organization. I've had a few friends go on their rallies and stuff, and they really got their stuff together. So uh, this is something I would I would, absolute, I would absolutely do myself. A couple of years ago, I attended their um, corner workers uh, school, and it was um, like a couple, couple days. And it was... You know, firefighter training, um, all the flags, all the different stuff. It was a good, good class. It's a good way to see races, Steve. Have you ever taken advantage of that? Of being a corner, corner to worker? Be a corner uh, worker at like I, an IMSA race or something? I no, I have not. It's a good way to see a race, man. And it's not Formula One. It's right up your alley. Yeah, but <laughs> but no tail is swift. Okay, no tail. <laughs> He's a big Steve is a big is a big uh, swizzle stick. If you yes, if. Uh, yeah. I mean, who's we're gonna, if, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna really honest. divulge a lot of a lot of personal information about. <laughs> yes, we are. On this podcast. Me and Terry just love it. Don't, don't give away all my secrets. Well, we're not yeah. gonna tell. Them. We're gonna yeah. we'll no, save we a little bit from them. But as far as like <laughs> art, you know, we gotta we gotta talk about that a little bit. There's there's lots of inside stuff that we're gonna go out. Most of you are gonna go. What the hell are they talking about? Uh, yeah, definitely check out these drivers driver school. I mean, if you can get into a, a BMW or some other car clubs, um, HPDE, which is a high performance drivers education class, that's usually a weekend event or one day. You, you take your pick, one day a Saturday or a Sunday or or both days. Yep. Uh, Pre COVID, you'd be sitting in the car with your instructor. You're connected on a headset, and he's telling you what to do as you're driving, where to where to brake, where to accelerate, where to turn. All those things are are excellent for helping you to learn the track and learn how to go faster safely. So highly recommended. Yeah, I've, I obviously I'm super into track days and the whole thing too. And yeah, if you've never if you've never done it before, uh, always a good idea to get instruction. But particularly if you uh, if you're just if you're just doing it for the first time, because you know you don't a lot of times you don't know what to expect or you don't know what your car is going to do when you. Uh, you know, if you're breaking from 130 miles an hour down to 80 quickly or, you know, you're right. You, you want a whole, to do, whole different thing. Safely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a whole, and that's the point. And that's, and that's kind of the point is that's the place. If you do want to drive your car at 10 tenths and become a better driver and learn like the actual capabilities of your car, that's the place to do it. It's not out in the, can- it's not out in the canyons when it's the same risk as Pike's peak. If you mess up, you're going to fall off a mountain, you know, it's where, or there's other car, you're going to hit a car head on or a motorcyclist. It's, it's out of track. Cause you know what, if you, if you mess up and you spin, you know, they probably get, they'll most 
organizations will give you a black flag. You'll have to go in. You'll have, they'll say, Hey, what happened? What happened there? And you say, ah, oh, came in, came in to turn four too fast and, and lost it. They're like, all right, get back out there. They just want to hear what they just want to hear you tell them. You know, so this event happened. is going. Yeah, definitely. This event is going on this weekend. This podcast is going to air Friday. That is probably the last moment um, possible to sign up for this. So if you're yes. listening to this and you want to take advantage of this, you stop, listening. stop listening right now. Get to the internet. Go to <laughs> rmvr.com and, uh, and sign up for it. And there will always be another event we can catch. These are just, yeah. This is the one yeah, it's one, one of many track yep. you know track instructional hpde type days like steve said uh bmw club porsche club uh nasa scca all have stuff like this and they all have local chapters you can check out most definitely um the next event going on that i wanted to highlight um rally for pause this is going to be at vehicle vault which everyone is pretty familiar with at this point i think um starts parker. saturday at 9 30 at yeah. parker colorado 9.30 a.m., uh, and they are going to move from Vehicle Vault to Ferrari of Denver um, at some point. I didn't look at what the time was, but meet at Vehicle Vault at 9.30. Um, they are selling tickets. Um, so this is an event that is supporting um, your local animal shelters and animal rescues. Um, who doesn't love supporting our furry friends? Um, not the kind of furry... Terry's into, but you know, the, the other furry friends. <laughs> yeah. I don't know to Ford focus. That sucks. <laughs> Moving on there. Alex. <laughs> Tickets on Eventbrite are $30 a car. There is a limit to two people per car. Um, you know, they, they want to make sure they're raising some money for these places. So um, I would, I would insist everyone um, attend this event. Um, make your donation. Um, lunch is included. Raffles are included. So this isn't just a, you know, thirty dollars. You're getting a little bit of thing for your value. Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely make it out to this one, guys. No, that's excellent. Sounds sounds like good stuff. Is it just? Uh, do you know if it's any particular shelters or just um, or just some or just like a few of the local ones or what? You know, I did a little bit of digging to see if I could find exactly where they were donating to. I don't know, um, but with the amount of people that are involved in this, I have to imagine it's going towards some, some decent causes. So. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I was, I mean, obviously yeah, <laughs> they're, uh, they're vehicle vault and Ferrari of Denver. Are all yeah, yeah. I wasn't questioning that at all. I was just wondering <laughs> if there was a particular, if there was a particular shelter it was going to. For sure. I do not know, but yeah, I'm sure they've highlighted um, a couple. I'm sorry, of Alex, I'm going to stop putting shelters. you on the spot, dude. I'm sorry. I'm looking You're at exposing my lack of research. I'm looking at their event bright. There's not much uh, on the specifics of which shelter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm sure somebody after you buy a ticket and you attend the event, track somebody down and ask them, and I'm sure they'll be able to tell you. But <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, the next event. So we're another uh, tots and tailpipes this this Friday. Um, we are back in Centennial. Um, that's what we get for venturing out of our comfort zone, right? Um, we went to another another spot. We got slapped down just a little bit. So going back to our centennial uh, comfort zone, we like it there anyways, right? Hey, they like they like us. We like them. It's nothing. It's, it's a, just a great relationship. Yeah, I didn't quite realize that bringing business to a Sonic was contentious. So lesson learned. They were. We had a lot of people. They weren't quite prepared. I think. They, you know. We oh, well, please. A, 
like they they are a fast food industry. Not prepared for people to turn the f up, please. Well, and I, <laughs> you and I think there, I think there's a little bit of that mentality of like you know on a Friday night. I guess they're probably used to flipping those those drive through those drive in stalls, and they really they want to. Uh, I don't know. They want to keep well, those I th- open. I thought they'd be used to flipping burgers, but I was wrong. I don't know. Yeah, because you know, I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying uh, to think because the usual set, like the setup. At, we we will take up a lot of the like, drive of the stalls in Centennial, but they do. But they get a they get healthy drive through traffic all night. So I don't know. No, I don't. I have, I, I've just theory. I've learned that not all Sonics are the same. Yeah, and I have to take that lesson, learn it, and you know, next time if we go somewhere different we've not been before, I will make the phone call to the manager and just say. Hey, we're coming. You want us there? You know, just trying to just yeah. make sure I clear the clear the air and not surprise them. It's it was it, was, it wasn't anything terrible. It was just you know I was a little surprised. I think they I wasn't, they just, I wasn't even out of my car yet. He was started talking. It was that was it was, inter- it was interesting. It was that's interesting. They just, they just weren't quite prepared. I as a as a previous manager of restaurants for about a decade myself. Um, you know sometimes it just catches you a little bit off guard. You weren't mentally prepared for it. And uh, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt there and, and try to let them sure. know we're coming next yep. time. So no, well, uh, no, no hard feelings, Sonic, except with Terry. Terry has some hard feelings. No, I wouldn't say that. What I was saying is very simply this. If you do not anticipate that you're going to be busy because you're in the fast food industry, and it's a Friday night and there's a chance you're going to be busy, then I have no fucking sympathy for you. And come out. We will. We will promptly edit this out, Terry. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> marking the time. Mark. Mark okay. this time. Edit this out. We are. Uh, we're a, it's all good. We're a, I'll get, we're a podcast of the people. I'll get there. Not... I'll get there, Alex. Notes are being made. <laughs> uh, so for this Sonic uh, Friday, it is back at our regular location in Centennial. Uh, it's at Arapaho in South Lima. Uh, there's an address somewhere, but. If you look up Arapaho in South Lima, Sonic, you'll find it. And 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. And come up, talk cars, grab a slushy, uh, you know, give some business to Sonic because we're parking in their parking lots and milling around. Oh, also, uh, if you're walking around with groups of people, please wear a mask, um, social distance, all that stuff. We don't want to spread the crud, so do your part. Thanks. Do not spread the crud. I can get down that with that. A, it's, a, it's a hashtag in waiting. Steve should is just be. a hashtag machine over there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, Steve, I'll let you finish your, uh, your sip of beer real quick and then transition to you for the Applebee's Westland Town Center huge annual car show event. Coke Zero. But uh, let's see. <laughs> had, to, had to let yeah. everybody know. <laughs> Gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just saw this uh, scrolling through the the event list. Um, I know. I think Rob, our one of our co admins, uh, Rob, uh, attends the Applebee's event uh, pretty regular basis. An annual event, uh, hundreds of cars, from my understanding, and uh, it's happening on Monday, Labor Day, from ten a.m. to three p.m. I, I don't know how it's going to look in this current you know COVID environment, but uh, just want to post that one up there for everybody to Excellent. be aware of. 
That's all. As everyone is getting over their hangovers uh, Monday morning, make sure you uh, you are sufficiently sober, and then drive over to Applebee's of Westland Town Center for uh, a nice big car show. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, have, yeah I don't have anything to add. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, me, me neither. I, I'd say let's move on to the next topic about uh, yeah. no Lafayette this Saturday. Yeah, quick update on uh, on the Lafayette Cars and Coffee that happens pretty regularly. Um, they have canceled that for this weekend. So just so everyone knows, um, that is not happening this weekend. They will be back next time, I'm sure. But yeah, well, let hasn't been, hasn't been back since since. Uh... February, I guess, would have been the most recent. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that they didn't have the March. They might have had the March because it did. Still, did the, it still a bit early. March. Sorry, I was watching the stock market. I was already, I was, ar- I was already in, in a, uh, I don't know, bad thought prison at that point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think they had the March one. Yeah. There you go, pushing, pushing back again. But just, but just, I only mention it because, yeah, that's been, it's kind of been the, kind of been the norm that they haven't, haven't had it since uh, the whole global situation has unfolded. Yeah, and they're they're keeping us updated. You know, they they'd like to have it too, but just just can't right now. Do you know if that because some because some outdoor car thing car shows i mean i guess not of that scale are going on is it a uh do we know if it's more of like obviously i'm not going to blame adams but like is it kind of they don't want the liability or more of a uh, lafayette type of thing following the rules laid down by by lafayette about how many people etc etc and they already know well i know it's massive that's what i'm saying why so they, they they already know there's no other way to do this because they can't just limit people coming in and stuff so they're just going well until they are allowed to be free you know free flowing again they're pretty good to keep canceling yeah i think just just um being responsible uh making sure that you know hundreds of people aren't showing up in the same spot and uh don't feel like don't feel like taking that on and who can blame them really in this current environment so yeah i think the cap is still 175 for outdoor events is that right yeah yeah, and Lafayette would just smash that so easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll yeah that they'll they'll have a hundred and seventy five people in Subarus like that. When they when they reconvene again and the first event does happen, we will make sure to let everyone know because they will uh, there will be a massive turnout there. I'm sure everyone's been waiting for that for a good long time. No doubt. That's always the, that's kind of the that was always the. Big, uh, big cars and coffee of the of the area. So, yeah, do do miss that one myself. But yeah, there's perfectly good reasons we can't have it right now. So, absolutely. Uh, we want to do some quick admin shout outs um, to the admin group for Colorado Cars and Coffee. Um, we are doing all kinds of new stuff all over the place. Always trying to expand a little bit. Um, Steve, CEO, I will. Uh, I'll let you take over from there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Terry uh, is is doing our uh, Facebook giveaway for two tickets to Hot Import Nights uh, down in Colorado Springs, September nineteenth, I believe. And um, also, one of our admins is giving away two tickets on Instagram, and that's that Dan. Who's who's doing that on Instagram for us? I do think Dan's handling that. Yeah. Okay, yep. Dan. So those both of those contests are underway. They're both running for a few days. So make sure you head over to our 
Instagram and Facebook group and check them out. If you want a couple of tickets for general entry, please uh, enter the contest and good luck. Yes, please enter. Give away two tickets. Oh, hot import nights. So you can see it on our Facebook page. It's actually in the announcements. It's pinned up front, and we do bump that post almost every single day, sometimes twice a day. So it's always as constant. Just simply enter. Let us know what your you know craziest or strangest build or whatever you've seen that way, and tell us the story. If you're planning on going anyway, might as well go for free. Exactly right. That's two people can go for free. True, Dad. And if you weren't planning on going and you do get tickets for free, then yeah, right. maybe it's maybe it's a, maybe it's a little little night out with the lady or something. You never know. Maybe, maybe. it's Jesus telling you you should have gone to hot import nights and make a new friend. Tickets. Absolutely. We also have a a discount code special for Colorado Cars and Coffee for tickets itself. It's CCVIP. For ten dollars off each vehicle registration and twenty percent off each ticket. There Excellent. it is. And it's best to get your get tickets now because they're cheaper the earlier you buy. I think that passed already because that was like September first was the deadline on that. Well, then buy them at the gate. <laughs> no, because I mean, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> then, then your percentage discount one. will go even further now. They they have tier one, which was. And then there's tier two, and then after that, it's by the gate. I wish that was okay. tier one. Or is it tier zero? So, so sure. tier one is is over. Now it's like tier two, and I, I can't remember when that ends. And then after that, it's basically at the door. So, so if tier, you got tier know, one or Porsche owners? Is that right, or is that tier zero? <laughs> no, tier one or Porsche owners. <laughs> getting in, getting into <laughs> into <laughs> inside jokes with mine and Steve right. and Terry's group Nobody of friends. A damn thing we're talking when it comes to that. But <laughs> if you go to Hot Imports Night's web website, when you go to purchase tickets, it actually clearly states what it what it is for like a discount. If you were early enough to do it, they could they called that tier one. Then they have a second opportunity for a discounted ticket. They call that tier two. And then when that expires, they have you were too cheap and lazy, and now you got to pay full price. But the point is that if you get by the time this podcast is released, that discount code will still work for yes. tickets for tier two. Okay, yeah, use, yeah, use our use you our discount get... code. Get money off of the tickets. Go to the event. Yeah, join us there. We'll be there. We're going to try to live podcast. We're going to try to do some interviews. Um, see us there. Um, that, I'm really looking. You. I'm really looking forward to our to our man on the street segment. That's going to be. It's going to be very exciting stuff. It, it will be an interesting time at the very, very least. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to attend. I'm going to have to attend just for that, I think. And if any of you guys are entering your car into the into the event, uh, shout us out and let us know, and we'll try to work our way over to you and talk to you. Absolutely. All right. I think that covers most of our topics for this week. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, let us know that we were terrible um, or if we stumbled into something decent here, if you want to continue listening, um, what content are you interested in? Um, you can get a hold of us at any of our multiple um, points of contact. Join our Facebook group, Colorado Cars and Coffee. Follow us on Instagram at CO Cars and Coffee, all spelled out one word. Um, tweet us at CO Cars and Coffee. Um, that's where we get a little bit more wild. 
And uh, that is it for part two, Mark two. Mark two. Peace out. In the books. See ya. Peace out, Colorado. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you later. RIP Bob Werman. <laughs>